Hey there, Wedding Confessionals listeners. It's Brooke. I'm just coming in early to let you know that our recording with my buddy Andy went a little long, so we decided to break it up into two parts. So um, this first part is just going to be her talking about her history with weddings and her wedding. And then um, part two next week will come out with all of the confessionals. And I'll be popping back in at the end of the episode to give you guys some bridal breaks. So hang back and enjoy part one of our convo with my buddy Andy Schreier. Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's wedding confessionals. Uh, it depends, because honestly, Siri needs to be set to British if you want her to understand you. Oh. I have Siri set to Australian, and every once in a while I remember that he doesn't know what I'm saying, because that's not <laughs> what he's trying. But I'd much rather yell at an Australian man than that bitch oh i don't she's use her at all bitch. she's such a bitch but when he's like all right indra i'll try and send that for you and you're like oh thanks siri i remember when i had a tom tom i chose the british yeah, man yeah i liked a british man telling me what to do i was like okay boy, i, you can I tell hate me her so much that i changed my name to your majesty so <laughs> when she said you know and said because she'd be like okay pam and i'm like fuck you siri <laughs> So now she says, okay, your majesty. And I'm like, that's better. You're my bitch. Yeah. Well, that's the intro to this episode. Welcome to Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. <laughs> and I'm Pam. The only thing we love more than weddings. Is talking shit about everything. <laughs> <laughs> and weddings. So, Pammy, we're back. We are back. No, we're really back because we have a guest this time. We do. Not yes. that that last episode was bullshit. It was, it was really, really fun, fun. Shitting on Vogue. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't listened to episode 40, please do. It's really fun. Um, but uh, in this new episode, we have my buddy and guys, spoiler alert, one of my bridesmaids. What? Andy Schreier is in the house. Welcome, girl. Yay. Oh, oh yeah. Hi. 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 Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, I can talk. Um, you are. You're allowed to talk. Oh, Before awesome. we get into you, I okay. do have to give an update on my sober January and oh. how I drank half a glass of wine. Oh, how many days was that? It was like six days in, <laughs> seven. That's embarrassing. I'm back on the wagon. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm fine. It was, you know, I was watching my college football team play in the national championship. Yes. And they lost. And yes. I didn't drink because I lost. I drank because it was a nerve wracking game. Sports, everybody. Yes. But still, I feel like that's a pass. Thank you. But kind this of is not. why you're my friend. <laughs> <But> kind of, <laughs> you're yes forgiving. Because, no. like, you know, that's that was huge. Yes. Huge. It's a yep. lot of stress going on with that. Like, I mean, I'm not oh a player. God. And I'm not, I don't know any of them. You but just, yes, I can make an excuse of why I need to have that <laughs> half a glass of wine. It was good, too. Yeah. 19 crimes. Red wine. You can get it at yeah. Trader Joe's. Oh, Bonus bridal break. Oh, I love nice. those bottles. They're beautiful. Yeah, it's a black matte yeah. bottle yeah. and it has yeah. kind of a, it looks like an old timey criminal on the cover, yeah. right? Like a mugshot. Yeah. Ooh, I'm yeah. to try it out. 19 crimes. I like it's yeah. a red blend. It's, it's one of those things like I, I judge a wine by the shitty label that's absolutely my hipster ass. I'm well, like, oh my God, that's cool. All you have is that and the weird story they put on the yeah. back. Oh, I love reading They all wine say labels. the same thing too. Yeah. You know, hints of berries and cherries and, you know, <laughs> There you go. Totally. But, but really good labels are like a cold wind breeze across the <laughs> prairie of New Zealand imparts notes of chocolate imbued with rich 
creamy blueberry. <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, what? Is this like a soap opera? Yeah, if you can somehow fit in like your family ancestry <laughs> yeah. into the back of the bottle, right? I'm in. I also yes. love any restaurant that has like the history of the restaurant somewhere on the menu. Oh. I am reading it in full probably out too. loud. Oh, like Clifton's. <laughs> Yes. Oh, Clifton's, which is a restaurant here in Los Angeles. It's been around since my mom was a child. Yeah. She had her birthday there. I love that, by the way, in LA, that's a really old restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's from 1950. Right. Or it's like any of our British <laughs> listeners are like, bitches, please. Yeah. Yeah. We have restaurants from 1602. Right. <laughs> um, so, Andy, thanks for coming on our show, man. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. So, um, uh, for all of our listeners who are new, uh, mm-hmm. the way Wedding Confessionals works is that listeners submit their uh, questions they need advice and help with, and also just confessionals of things that have happened in the past that they just really need to share. It's all anonymous. It's all in good fun. Mm-hmm. And it's all to help everyone get through uh, the wedding planning process. Um, and Pam and I like to have on a guest every week. Yay. We learn a little bit about their personal history with weddings so that when we get into the questions and the confessionals, we kind of have an idea of where you're coming from. Right. So with that in mind, oh, fuck, how am I even breezing over this? What? Everyone recognizes your voice. Oh, yeah, dude. Because wh- how are you connected with this podcast besides being my buddy? I wrote the cheesy theme song. Cheesy? It's <laughs> you awesome. Know, it's it's the best. She you. wrote and performed our theme song, she guys. She did. I'm a ukulele lady. So at the end, when we go, special thanks to Andy oh, Schreier. That's me. This is her. That's her. That's right. Yes. <laughs> so um, besides your connection with us, yeah. diving into your experience with weddings. Oh, you're okay. pulling up your sleeves? Oh, yeah. You're getting ready? Oh, no, I, oh, yeah. She's We're getting bad. serious. We're <laughs> getting dirty. <clears throat> Andrea. <laughs> yes. Um, how old were you when you went to your first wedding? Uh, first wedding, I was three. That was my aunt and uncle's wedding. I was the prettiest flower girl in the entire world. Are there pictures? There are. My There's a picture somewhere and I like was absolutely magical looking. Because I was, <laughs> what, like what, you're like three feet tall at that point? Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, I am have naturally curly blonde hair that grew straight out of my head into a nice little afro yeah so there's like a little blonde afro and i looked kind of like spanky from our gang (laughs) so imagine spanky from our gang with a blonde afro and like a floor-length laura ashley oh oh yeah yeah you were magical really good this was like um to date how old i am this was probably like 1982 Okay. Yeah. So you imagine like the, the, the vibe. Yeah. But that's the that's the first wedding I ever went to, I think. That's peak Laura Ashley. Yeah, yeah it is. Do you know, um, did you perform well as a flower girl? Because a three-year-old's kind of a gamble. It's pretty young. I don't think I was, I think I was good. I think I threw flowers. I think I made it down the aisle. Without crying. Oh, yeah. I was, I was like, ga- I probably, if anything, was trying to steal the show. I was probably <laughs> you like. You danced down the aisle? I'm sure. I was like <laughs> thinking like, yes, queen. Yes, I am the best. <laughs> Why are you all looking at me? Because I'm gorgeous. I had Feeling been, this look. I had epic confidence before junior high. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And then junior high just stripped all of that away. Oh my god, me. adolescence mm. man broke me down. May we it's all find everyone. the confidence we had when we were eight? Oh, I know. Yes. That's, I think that's a, like a good thing. Is like constantly trying like tap back into that like 
confidence from yeah. you when you were four. And you were like, I'm the best thing that's ever been. <laughs> 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 that's so true. You think about like on the internet, all the videos you see of like little kids singing in the backseat yeah. and like the best ones are that like four year old, five year old, just the like a little. Just, mm-hmm. I have no inhibitions, yeah. just getting this on. Or like the little boys who are dancing in the kitchen to like yes. Madonna. And you're just like, that boy has figured some stuff out. Yeah. Oh. He is owning this moment. Mm-hmm. So did you go to weddings a lot as a kid? No. I actually have managed to avoid weddings for much of my life. Like I think there was my aunt's wedding. And then I had uh, my mom's colleague's daughter's wedding was the next wedding. And that was, I think... Maybe high school, and that was I think in wine country, and them thems was rich people. Yeah, um, and that was fun. That was my first exposure to like, oh, that's a wedding, and she was like gorgeous because I think it was like nineties, so she just like poofy sleeves and big hair, big hair, and it was in a winery, and it was just gorgeous. And I was like, this is gorgeous. Like I, I yeah. think that's where I've always loved outdoor weddings because hers was out, or was it in a church? I don't really remember. That's rough. I'm sorry that I, I just blew that story right there. <laughs> no, it's fine. Wow. I do have a question, though, yeah. because your mom remarried when you were a little kid. Yeah. Did you go to that wedding? There was no wedding. Was it in the no. backyard or oh, anything? The be- oh, I think this is why I'm, I am who I am, because my mom, they got a guy in a phone book. They, uh, f- mom figured. Your, wait, your mother didn't marry a man she found in a phone book. No, no, no. She, she <laughs> the guy who married her, the yes. activity of. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, like they, she realized Christmas was coming up. Yeah. And, and like it was going to be too late. And I don't remember why it was just like, we better get married now. Mom's very practical. So there was definitely a practical reason for this to happen. Sure. Other than like her children living in the house with this man. And so they found <laughs> a guy in a phone book and he came over and her, his, my grandparents on my stepdad's side came over because they lived in North Hollywood. Yeah. And so mom just wore like like a cute floral like chill dress and I wore like my Easter dress and yeah. I got flower. I think my grandma brought flowers from the market and they put it on the mantle in our living room and they just got married in our living room. And then I think we went out to dinner. So like under 10 people. Uh, yeah. Under 10 people, like 10 minutes. <laughs> it was just like super yeah. chill. That's cool. Right. Yeah. There was like, yeah. And that's kind of like, okay, this is what a wedding can be. Yeah. Yeah. That's my mom's second. I'm sure. I think I was probably super disappointed as a child because I was like. Yeah. You'd already gone to those cool weddings. I was so good at weddings. Yeah. And then my dad's (laughs) wedding, I was not invited to. Really? Well, he not. Love you don't children. No, I'm not trying to say that I wasn't invited. But my stepdad, my stepmom and my dad got married, I think, in Scotland. Oh, okay. So like. That would have been a big trip. It was. No one was. No, I don't think anyone was there. Oh, so kind of eloped. Right. So I think. Again, like it wasn't that I wasn't invited. I just was a small child that you're not going to take to Scotland. Yeah. (laughs) That's. Though that's a whole different level of complication. Yeah. So yeah, you have a very chill background with weddings. Yeah, sounds like for, and, until adult life, and then you started seeing like, oh, dude, whew, stress, stressful. <laughs> so, so you're in like your twenties. Yeah. Did you go to a lot of weddings then? Friends starting did, to get married. Yeah, when did everyone um, start getting married, or was it later? Oh God, yeah, later. Oddly enough, because I think city folk, city yeah, folk get married yeah, later. Yeah, we were really, we were really, we were all kind of on our older side. So I think the first wedding was my friend Paula and that was awesome and it was in Santa Barbara so that was my first 20s wedding yeah mm-hmm. and that was a hoot. when you my, could drink my mom was my date cute <laughs> 
and nice. I took my one of my best friends with me, and it was up in Santa Barbara at the um, at the uh, the uh, city hall. That's okay, the word. yeah, um, city hall. It's Spanish it's style. It's so gorgeous. Yeah, it is. She looked amazing. It was non secular. It was or it was non religious. Um, it was just really beautiful. And then I think we went to their hall for the thing. And they had, that was the first photo booth. Really? Fuck you, Vogue. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was the first vote, photo booth. This was like, this was like 2003 or no, 2004. It's yeah. here to stay. That's pretty new. And it was not a photo booth. It was definitely the first one where it was just a camera and like a weird printer. And it made like black and white pictures. And I still have pictures from wow. this wedding. And there's like one of my favorite pictures of my mom and I, because it was just us in the photo booth together, like being gals. Yeah. Yeah. It, that was cool. the best wedding. It was super chill, super fun. But like, yeah. Of uh, of all your weddings that you've been to, have you ever, besides being a, a flower girl, have you been in the wedding as like a bridesmaid or maid of honor? Two, I think, which would be Brooke Murdoch. Hey, girl. Hey. hey. I was that bridesmaid for you. And before you, I was a bridesmaid for my brother. And oh, you were it. in his wedding? Yeah, I was in my brother's wedding. So she had bridesmaids, you had bridesmaids. And since then, I've never really made the cut. <laughs> no, but I mean, I just never like you're my best girl. Yeah. And other than that, like who's going to. So um, let's dive into and pick apart. What was it like being my bridesmaid? I think it's only fair that the listeners kind of know uh, from a perspective. It was good. <laughs> it was good. You were like me. We were super DIY. You were you were you were making that I was wedding. super B-R-O-K-E. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was not even in town. So it's not like you could like hustle and t- like do stuff in town. You had to ship things. Yeah, that's right. That was rough. And but it was really fun designing your wedding with you, like coming up with like tablecloths. Because and, like, you Ikea. designed my wedding. Oh, we we did it together. It was really fun. Girl. It was super this fun. This is what happened. <laughs> I was like, how can I outsource this stuff to somebody with talent? And I basically just turned to you and was like, You you wanna help me design my wedding? And you were like, Ooh. Yes. And then what's good is that you basically got to, you kind of got to have a fun time just going nuts with style. Oh, yeah. And you leaned into the fact that we were in the country. Yeah. Apple farm. I mean, there's nothing, but that's the great thing about wedding design is you like, something will speak to what it's going to be, whether it's the venue, the time of year, who you are as a hobby. And you guys, it was super easy. I'm like, oh my God, Apple farm, vintage. And you liked the idea of like, burlap this was you were burlap before burlap was all like burlap what? you hear that yeah. she was like mm-hmm. enamel trendsetters she had red gingham tablecloths yep. and we had um enamel milk jug flower arrangements yep and we'd like milk crates and it was like super and apple boxes and apple boxes it was really it was cute and a mashed potato bar what was yes that was, yeah. yeah, I had a I mashed potato we, bar. I don't think we've talked about that. Yeah, one of yeah. my favorite things in life is mashed potatoes. And I was at some random, I wasn't even going to this gala as a guest. I was working it. And I remember I was at this place working within this gala and they had all this fancy food that I wasn't allowed to eat. And these people had lined up these big martini glasses and then you put in the martini glasses mashed potatoes and you got to choose between which one. And then there was a whole buffet of toppings. And I was Amazing. like, I'm going to get married one day. 
And I'm having that at my wedding. And you did. Well, I did minus the martini bars because yeah. we're in rural Maine. And they're like, here's a bowl. Yeah, which was fine. <laughs> that works. You know, that martini glass would get knocked over. Yeah, no, but... it, it was for the best. But it was great. I do remember eating that, too. I do. I did. I, I ate the shit out of it. The other thing is that besides like helping me plan the actual yeah. physical wedding, yeah. you designed my save the date and my invitations. And you've yeah. done that for other people, too. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Like, I did it for a while. It was, I like doing it. Yeah, I have a great time with it. You like Photoshop? I love Photoshop. I like designing like the whole app, like all the different sh- the each little page that's going to be in there. Yeah. I did mine. That was hard being my own client. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. You did your yeah. own too. Yeah, I did. That's hard because no what did you end up doing? No. I'm trying to remember exactly. I remember the save the date. <laughs> yeah, it was all moon themed. Yeah. Because Polly and I have a thing with like this song by Harry Connick Jr. The Man in the Moon is Smiling. Oh, yeah. Cute. It was like we used to like write little notes to each other. Like the man in the moon loves the girl in the world. Oh, yeah. So we did like a whole like like 1920s moon theme. Yeah. So you kind of mentioned Polly. Yeah. My let's husband. get let's slip into your wedding, oh, girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you married a, a felon named Polly. Yeah. Polly. Paul Schreier. Paulus Laurentius. What? Yeah. What is that? I don't. This this family. It's like he's like the third or the second. But yeah, there's like a Roman no, name. I don't know. Why he's name. Dutch, but they decided they liked it. Huh? Yeah. So he's like changed it to Polly as soon as he could. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, how long were you guys? How did you guys meet? Uh, we met at a birthday party um for my friend, and it was like we're a pretty tight circle of friends, and I. Didn't I didn't know who he was. I was like, I've never seen that guy before. Or, and, or his friend Drew, who was with him. And I think, I know, you know, memory is weird, but I think he wasn't wearing a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was wearing a black vest, no shirt. Nice. Bald head, big earring. He looked like a genie. <laughs> like, and part of me was like, who's that guy and then part of it was like who's that guy (laughs) she was intrigued it was yeah i was definitely intrigued and then there was also the fact that like he wasn't talking to me i was like um play a little mm, hard to get yeah like why is it like we don't know each other everybody knows everybody yeah that group they're all just like debaucherous anyway so (laughs) you're just kind of like but then we ended up talking and then like this bar, this friend's house, they have like a basically like a tiki bar inside this cool. loft and it gets no sunlight. So it's very common for you to emerge and it's like sunrise and you're like, what happened? Oh, you just didn't even oh. notice. No idea. We yeah. talked until six in the morning. Wow. wow. Mm-hmm. Oh man. And that then says something. said our goodbyes and he found me on Facebook and emailed me like, it was really lovely talking to you. And he was super flattering of my intelligence. Ooh. Yeah. He was just like, oh, you're super smart and really funny. And I can't wait to talk to you guys later. Cause I was with Brian my friend, Brian. And so he was like, oh, you and Brian, I can't wait to like talk to you later. Like when I was like, talk to me. <laughs> but I thought he was really smart. Cause he just flattered my intelligence for like a month straight. So he like courted you before dating kind of. you. He was wow. dating someone. Oh. oh yeah. He had a girlfriend. Ooh. But they were Plot kind thickens. of like, he was like, he was already on his way out and he said it was kind of an open thing anyways, a little bit. Yeah. Well, I'm sure also if he noticed a connection with you, it's kind of like, well, clearly this other thing yeah. isn't, isn't working. They had kind of like an open relation. They were just like hanging kind of, they were dating, but hanging dating. Yeah. And, um, 
Yeah, like I drunk dialed him on my birthday. That's really how it got started. You drunk dialed him on your birthday? I was with a bunch of my friends. <laughs> Wait, how much longer is that past the first time you met him? Maybe like two or three weeks. Like, okay. Yeah. All it right. was just like... <laughs> Perfect. I like I met him and then we were kind of talking because I think I think Stevie's birthday is in July and then my birthday's in August so we're talking and then Stevie and all our friends were at the and I was asking them about him yeah because mm-hmm. he had been writing me on Facebook and then finally <laughs> my friend Julie is like let's here's this number don't somebody maybe it was another friend was like don't call him don't do this <laughs> do not drunk dial this guy do it tomorrow whatever and I'm like shut up I'm just gonna say hi <laughs> it's just I'm just saying hi <laughs> You know, I just wanted to talk to him. We texted until like five in the morning. Oh, that's cool. Just like little questions. I'd ask him a question about himself and then he'd respond with a question about me. So we just kind of like yeah. did his tay the whole time. And then it just like went and just went, it ramped. Yeah. It ramped. And then I was like, you have to break up with your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Good like, for you. Yeah. I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to be carnal with him until he broke up with his girlfriend. So the, the song call your girlfriend by Robin is speaks to it's, you. And it actually like, it is our song. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of our secret song. Yeah. Like Whenever he'll play a call your girlfriend for me and I'll play call your girlfriend for him. Oh my God. <laughs> that song really was like. Because you met somebody mm-hmm. new. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Robin. It happens. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for putting that out there. But yeah, that's... And it, it was pretty fast. How like, long sh- between uh, Call Your Girlfriend to Proposal? Yeah. Um, I think it was like two years. Okay. I think so. Because like he w- we were hanging out for a while and then we were dating. And then I think he moved in like six months later or was it a year i don't remember don't look at me it's your I life don't know. i don't know i don't remember my life <laughs> you might know. um but it, it it was maybe a year that did, he moved in did you know okay. it was coming oh i think so it was like nerve-wracking i was talking to a girlfriend who just had started dating her boyfriend like six months before me and i had only dated shit bags so it was a learning experience <laughs> i i can attest to that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, it's just you have a good heart, and you yeah. gave a lot of guys chances who did. did not deserve it. I like stray dogs, mm. you know. <laughs> I love a stray dog. I want to take them all in, and then I just realized I can't have ex- I can't have projects. Yeah. And so I had dropped my last stray dog before I met Polly, and I was, and it was like they say, like your mom says, when you're finally ready to be alone is when you'll meet somebody. Oh. And it was like a week before I met Polly. I was in the car with my mom. And she's like, you just need a guy who wants to go where you want to go and wants to do what you want to do. And you want to share things together. Because she felt like every guy I dated, he was the punk rock guy. So we went to punk rock shows. And he was a skateboarder guy. So we did that kind of stuff. And we did, you know, it was always like, I dated a lot of genres. And my mom was just like, you need to, you're, you're so everything. You need to date someone who's maybe not everything, but wants to do everything. Yeah. And I was like, mom, I just think I need to be alone. Honestly, I got my cats. I'm good. And it was like, I was like, you know, it's cool. I'm good. I'm and then fine. poof, poof. I met the guy who wants to do everything. I tell him anything. Like I take him to drag shows. Yeah. He loves it. He's like, okay, babe, wherever you are, I'm there. Yeah. That's what he says every time. Aww. Oh, if you're there, I'm there. I'm like, but do you want to go? He's, he's right <laughs> behind you. No, ah! <laughs> but yeah, so he was, and then, yeah, so it was really fast. Like, like we just knew we were both like, I, you know what it was also? I told him like second date, we're like making out my car and I just, you know, you do that pullback where you're like, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. And I said, 
I want to have kids. I want to get married. I want to have kids. I'm not fucking around with you. If you want this, great. If you don't, cool. We're just dating. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it'll burn out. That's what making out in your 30s is. Yeah, right? Are you like, <laughs> right? real talk. Like, I don't care if real I... Real talk. Like, I actually don't care if I scare you because if I scare you, you're, you're, you need to go. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Not wasting time. I need a man who's also like... Yep. And he told me later, who's like, you shook me because he never thought he'd be able to have a family because he thought he, he's nine years older than me. He yeah. thought he was done. He was like, you know what? I'm never going to have my own family. And he was like, then, cause he's divorced. So he was just like, he feels like he was just like, okay, I did that. And I'm just going to be this single guy forever. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then when I said, this is happening, I want it. And he was like, wait, someone wants to have babies and they want to hang out with me. Like, this is amazing. And so he really like that sparked him. And he was like, I want to have a family too. And that was just, oh yeah. Aww. When you're honest, man, yeah. stop, stop playing games. Stop pretending. No games. I like it. Yep. I like it a lot. Yeah. So you get proposed to. Yeah. Oh. You say yes. Oh, wait. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the proposal? <laughs> let's hear it. It's a good story. <laughs> that brought a snort out. Let's, I, let's hear it. <laughs> okay. So my husband travels for work sometimes. He goes to conventions and he's leaving town and he's like, babe, can we have dinner after work? And I'll come to Hollywood. I work in Hollywood. And he's like, I'll come. I'm like, oh. I think we did a Taylor Swift concert on Hollywood Boulevard. I worked for Jimmy Kimmel and it was exhausting. Yeah. Taylor Swift's got to be a big day. It's a yeah. big day. Yeah. And Hollywood was a zoo. I don't want to come. I don't want him coming to that neighborhood and like going to a restaurant there. I was like, babe, let's just go somewhere else. Not, I'll leave here. I'm, I'm gross. I'm like, like wearing Birkenstocks. Like, you know, I'm not Hollywood. And he was like, okay, let's go to, um, I think he wanted me to go to, uh, one of those fancy hotels downtown, like the Sky Bar or whatever. Yeah. Let's go there. I'm like, uh, no. Because Re- you're dressed in like jeans. I am wearing my fat pants. <laughs> <laughs> I am wearing fat pants, a do-rag, and some Birkenstocks. Yeah. We're not going to Sky Bar. <laughs> and he's like, I was like, fine, let's go to this burger place downtown. It's in Little Tokyo. It's kind of funky and cool. And they've got like country bands. I'm like, I'll feel comfortable. So we go there. We have a couple drinks. We're hanging out. We eat burgers. It's fun. Um, and he's walking my car and to give you a little picture, this is what some people lovingly refer to as Skid Row. It's, but it's not, we're adjacent. It's Skid Row adjacent, but it is pretty gnarly and there's homeless people camping near your cars, but that's downtown LA. It's urban living. Urban living. But here we are walking to my car in the middle of the street and he starts, he says, babe, I want to read you a poem. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> does he like usually now? read you poems no. in the middle of the street? No, he doesn't. Okay. I'm like, oh, okay. And this and is post-dinner or is this yeah, before dinner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're tired. You've had dinner. You're ready to yeah. go You've home. worked all day. Yeah. And he yeah. starts spouting Shakespearean English at me. And I can't tell. He didn't say like if he wrote it or whatever. So I'm like, oh, God, he wrote a poem. I got to listen to this. Yeah. And it's. And he is a Shakespearean actor, so he, like, speaks that language, like, yeah. Spanish for me. And so he's just doing, I'm, like, focusing, like, staring in his eyes. Make him know you're listening. You know, I'm focusing really hard. It's like being in English <laughs> class. You're like, there's going to be a test. Are you actually hearing the words or more just like, oh, I'm listening so hard I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like, so engaged that I was unengaged. <laughs> and then he stops and I realized, I think it was a sonnet. But at first I didn't know if he wrote it. And I was like, but was, I'm like, oh, that's great. And then this big man gets on one knee and I was like, what <laughs> is happening? <laughs> 
And he does all that and then pulls out a ring. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and he pulls out the ring. And I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Duh. And it was like on like a Wednesday or Thursday. It was a, like a thir- like a, a Thursday. Because you think he was flying the next day. Yeah. And I think the homeless guy sleeping next to us was like, yeah. <laughs> Clapping. He's like, did it, dude. But get it, buddy. Aww. That's awesome. <laughs> oh my God. And, and then this is the other great part. I then had to get in my car alone because we drove separately. <laughs> I had to get in my car oh my alone gosh. and drive myself home while I'm like crying. <laughs> and I called oh you first. Gosh. Thank God. I think I you didn't answer at first, but we then were, you called right back. Yeah. I was driving to Palm Springs um, with Tristan, who also had a work thing. Yeah. And we were in the process of getting lost, trying to find the hotel and fighting oh, and i see a phone call from you i'm like i cannot take this phone call right now and i thought it was really weird because it was like a voicemail and then a text message me was like you must call me and i was <laughs> like, like jesus oh. fucking christ and then like as i was hitting the reply to call you back because we did pull into the parking lot of the hotel and stopped yelling at each other you sent me a picture of the ring and i was like what the fuck i was basically like she'll call, <laughs> she'll call with this shit <laughs> it was just so weird because it was one of those times you just get engaged i'm all by myself in my car and i'm like i call you and you didn't answer and then i called like brian and he didn't answer I'm calling everybody. No one's answering their phone. Oh, like, my God. Like, I don't know if I called Judy, the my text partner world. at work. I think I called Judy, my partner at work. And I was just like, Judy, <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell somebody. Because I had to talk on the phone. Like, yeah. I'm like freaking out. Yes. Listening to like, I think I was listening to um, those uh, old school jams with, um, what's his name? The, you know, like the cool jams where he's like all the, you, the people call in from, you're like, this is Little Jiggles with like an old 50s song is like hey there lolly girl like that's the radio station i was listening to it was oh like old, old jams oh my oh, god art lebeau that's what i was listening to art, art lebeau because i wanted some romance <laughs> and then the best thing is then he just left town so you get home and he spends the whole night packing packing and then he left the next morning yeah. no engagement party no let's have and a nice like, no, just yeah. absorb this moment in celebration. our celebration. Why do you know his rationale behind having he, to do it then? Yeah, he says he he didn't want to leave town without giving me the ring. No, oh. and I part of me is like okay, like yeah, like they think that's really sweet. There was part of me that's like what because you thought you'd lose it. Maybe <laughs> I think he was. A, I think that's that a was, possibility. That was a colonel, but then I also think he really is just super romantic, and he wanted to be engaged. He didn't want to leave town without knock, locking this shit down. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, <laughs> he was like, "I'm gonna lock that girl down." That's amazing. Yeah. Aww. So that's, but it's just so funny because like I see all these like, oh, he got engaged. Like the Ryan got engaged in Italy. I hear just I don't even yeah. have, you don't have to show me pictures. I know what that was. <laughs> and like I have another friend who got engaged in like an orchid like an like an orchid nursery yeah and i was like oh like, cool i got engaged on a downtown city street covered in urine <laughs> super. sounds like my engagement yeah a little bit <laughs> we'll get to that we will I'm just, it's like just practical dudes they're just yeah. like i need mm-hmm. to lock this girl down yeah you gotta do this now and yes. it is me like it's not i am not the kind of girl that has to be balloons and sky riders i'm not like yes. this was perfect for me actually because yeah. i also got to go in my car and like process process this yes. before i got home so i was like okay yeah yeah so it was good it was cute and it's ridiculous it's great so sweet so from that amazing mm-hmm. proposal yes. how long was it between that to your wedding i feel like we were a year i think what was it a little over a year 
I think it was a year. Yeah. I love how she keeps asking you. I don't I know. know. I just, because I. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Sure. Let's say a year. Yeah. Let's right, revise year. history and say okay. a year. It wasn't more than a year. Okay. About a year. Yeah. And okay. tell us a little bit about what kind of, what was your vibe? What was your wedding size? What'd you oh, wear? Okay. Give me some stuff. Um, Our wedding was, I think, 80 people. Mm-hmm. I think we were allowed to have 120 people and we invited that many people, but a lot of people didn't show up. We had a lot of empty tables. Did you? Yeah, we actually did. Huh. It was weird. It didn't but, feel empty. No, good. No, there was just, I think it was because we didn't assign seating. So I did not assign seating because mm-hmm. I think that's really unfair because there's been a lot of weddings where Brooke and I are not next to each other. Ew. Scandalous. We've, there's been a couple where we shout at each other from across the hall. Hey, girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's fun. So I was never going to do that to anyone else. Yeah. Um, I did not have bridesmaids. I had a Brooke. Yeah. Um, I only had Brooke and Polly only had his dad. Yeah. Because we decided it was like, you're like, you're kind of like a bridesmaid, but his dad is his representation yeah. and it's weird for his dad to be a groomsman. Yeah. So I was just like the buddy on stage. Yeah. Your, your partner, <laughs> she was my gal and that was his dude. Yeah. So I had a best gal and he had a best dude, which was his dad. Cause he was like, I have to have my dad. Yeah. I was like, well, if you're going to have your dad, it's weird to just have your dad up there. So I'll, I'll, I'll have Brooke. I'll fill in. That's my girl. Um, and then uh, one of my best friends, Brian, was my efficient. Yeah. Because I did not want um, any kind of um, super religious. That's not who Polly and I are. He's a recovered Catholic. So, yeah, we want. And Brian did a really great ceremony. He incorporated a lot of like he asked us who our favorite authors were and like just sort of philosophical concepts that we enjoyed. Um, so it had like quotes from PG Woodhouse and it had like a Carl Sagan quote, which is kind of like what we wanted. It was mm-hmm. super nerd, sta- nerd times. Yeah. And it was in Eagle Rock at a women's center, which was super cute. It looked like a 1950s sock hop. Like, totally. Like the, like the hall. It was, yeah. like a, it was just a social hall. It was yeah. super cute. Yeah. And my friend Brianna did hot dogs. I, I wanted, we were planning the thing. We were like, are we going to do tacos? Cause I'm cheap. I am a cheap girl. I'm cheaper than Brooke. Well, also because you worked in the, <laughs> saying a lot, you work in a, the catering yeah, world. So you kind of think pragmatically about what is really needed. Yeah. You don't want to go overboard. And like, I really don't like wedding food. I'm generally like bummed out. Like, ooh, chicken, fish or beef. And I'm like, great. None of these are going to be like a restaurant. I like Thai food. So it's like, I don't want to eat some weird steamed vegetables with a random piece of meat on it. Like yeah. it's a bummer. Mm-hmm. And it costs like $20 a head. So I was like, I'm not going to disappoint people for $20. Yeah. So Brie, who's been on our show, she has. Yeah. catered Pam's wedding. She catered oh, my that's wedding. right. She's good. She's so good. She knows what you want. She's like very responsive that oh, way. Yeah. Yes. And I was at a bar with my husband and I watched him eat a hot dog with the joy of a five-year-old. <laughs> like, he was just living for this hot dog. And I was like, babe, you really like the hot dog? He goes, yeah. I was like do you want hot dogs at our wedding? And he looked at me like I just talked about Christmas. <laughs> I was like, we're having hot dogs. You had different types though, right? It was like yeah. a fancy hot dog yeah. bar. Well, because, you know, there's vegans out there. So we wanted mm-hmm. some choices. We wanted like bratwurst and hot, all beef. And we had vegetarian hot dogs. And we had a tater. And it's sort of, I was inspired by Brooke. 
and we did a tater tot bar. That's right. So I did like tater tots with all the fixings, like chili and cheese and chives. That was good. And then she made a bunch of salads because my mom was having a panic attack. Are there any salads? I swear to God, if there's not a salad, I'll make one and I'll bring it. She said that. <laughs> I was she like, if you're not going to have salad. salads, I'm going to make them and I'll bring them. Oh my God. I was like, I'll just call Brie and she'll add salad. It's there you cool. go. <laughs> and I didn't want a cake. So we did donuts because I love donuts. Yeah. Nice. And that's like yummy. Um, so again, I always feel like, like all that mass stuff, like, I feel like I really you just made it your own. Yeah. I love it. And so we did. And then, but I did have just so you can do the cutting moment. Cause I realized there's certain things people want at a wedding and people I think really like the cake cutting moment. I think it's a lovely ceremony. And so we had our, my friend Corey is a great baker and I met her on cupcake Wars, So she's like, I know this girl knows shit. She made us a giant triple stacked donut yeah so good yeah (laughs) one layer was spice i think one layer was lemon because i love lemon cake and it was like just delicately iced like a like a little i don't know it was like it was a total instagram donut yeah and then our our little people on top were two little dutch people oh that's so cute so that was it so it was a pretty chill thing and we didn't have to sign seating and I guess the highlight people, like, this is what people talk about. Yeah, this is the picture I'll be putting up on Instagram. The talk about is my <laughs> husband and I were trying to figure out some sort of unification ceremony because that's kind of hot, right? People mm-hmm. are really do it like pouring. Oh, that was my straw. Sorry. Pouring water together, um, mm-hmm. sand, yeah. lighting a candle. There's Something. Like, mm-hmm. What's us? What's us? Like, how do you how do you tell the audience or your family or whatever? That this, the audience. I mean, really, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a show. Yeah, it's yeah, the it show. How do you how do you tell the audience that the show's over, and that the denouement? Like, how do you provide this? Yeah, you're becoming so, one. So we performed uh, Rainbow Connection with puppets. I build puppets, so we had two giant muppets, and he had one, and I had the other, and we sang it with microphones, and we had a karaoke machine with like just the like music only track. And we did uh, Rainbow Connection and like, we, we nailed it. Yeah. We nailed it. It was great. I was, I was very happy. There's video of this. Yes. yes. There is actually somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Like I'll part find of it. the duty of like trying to get, you know, being the bridesmaid slash girl on stage was just, you know, holding on to her flower and mm-hmm. passing her the, you know, her lines that she wants to read. But the other one was just like. Get the puppet Puppet management. Yeah, she was yes. a puppet manager. It was really good. But it also just like because I had the angle of seeing everyone, you yeah. know, the, the audience, the yeah. crowd, and you guys were singing. I didn't until later see like video and pictures of you guys singing, but I just got to see everyone's faces. The second the puppets emerged, everyone's faces, everyone turned into five-year-olds. <laughs> everyone immediately was like, what is this? And then the song started and everyone's like, yeah. I had, who I doesn't had, love that song? I had yeah. friends who were like, I bawled at your wedding. Yeah. I bawled because your stupid rainbow connection. Yeah. I couldn't handle it. And I was like, Because you know, yes. like see most of the wedding people are like politely smiling. Yeah. But then during that song, everyone's beaming. It was just teeth. Yeah. <laughs> it was, a, it was, was really win. great. I was really glad because I was nervous because it's not an easy song. But we had that. We figured we remembered our lines. And I like Polly, we did our the we did the mouths and sang at the same time, which is not easy. Yeah. I was really pleased. It was really was cute. That's all I ever need really to remember. Really cute. Yeah. Aww. It was cute. Your freaking like wedding. Yeah, man. It was, it was chill. Um, also, I just thought it was cool. What was the kind of photo booth you had? You had like a big oh, inflatable square? They were awesome. 
It was this photo booth company. I went on Thumbtack, believe it or not. What's Thumbtack? Oh, What's thumbtack? ladies, Thumbtack. Or, me- or gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Thumbtack yeah. is a website where you can go in there and you say like wedding photographer, or caterer, or a couple of, or I think it's for other things too, but I know definitely for wedding venue stuff, it's yeah. really good. You put in what you're looking for and how much you want to spend. Oh. Then oh. vendors come back to you they find with you. their bid. Like, Interesting. Yeah. I went, I put in how much I wanted to spend, which I think was like 800. Mm-hmm. And I got bids right back. Like, this is how much we can give you. Here's extra, blah, blah, blah. And I looked through their booth pictures. Sure. And I really liked this company because they had like, yeah, they had an inflatable cube, which is crazy. It's like, yeah. a, like an immersive room. I liked the, like, I liked their lighting. They had the best lighting. It's really pretty. And they had the best. I'm not a super photo booth prop person. I'm old school. But he has like, um, like stormtrooper helmets and like, nice. like I just like he had really Different. classy props, yeah, yeah. which is great because my favorite picture from the photo booth are my two nephews wearing a stormtrooper helmet and a Darth Vader helmet, and so and it's they're just, just these so two little, tiny little things with these big saw. heads. Yes. They're so cute. <laughs> I just love Aww. it. So it was a really they were great. They were great to work with. They set up really awesome. So do you remember their names? I'll look it well, up. We'll I'll link look, afterwards. I'll, we'll link yeah. it because like I recommended them later because yeah. people were like, yeah, your photo booth. I'm like, yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Because it was, yeah, it was just to the right of this really pretty classic like 1950s hall. There was this almost like spaceship mm-hmm. ice white fluffy cube. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. And the whole time you were, because they didn't put it up until the reception. It yeah. wasn't during the wedding because uh, it was so quick that they could yeah. pop it up. And I know where it was like, what Ooh. the fuck is this? <laughs> this is open. cool. Yeah. 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 They were really, yeah. Because like it was because they charge you by the hour. So I was like, we don't need it during the ceremony. Mm-mm. No. You save money. Yep. You set it up. And so I, I figured out a slot in the cocktail hour. Like you can make noise in cocktail hour while sure. people are getting yeah. hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. so we can't forget the question yeah what was the best and the worst part of your wedding the wedding planning process from proposal to everything's done okay anything what was the worst oh the worst okay the worst part was getting the uh how much my catering cost because in my mind it was like a price and i had my whole budget when i was getting my hair done i was getting my like final layer of blonde for my wedding in the chair and I got the text from my caterer of like okay I've got your budget I just emailed it to you and I was like oh cool cool I'm thinking I'm making hot dogs this is gonna be like nothing I opened I was like and I was like cool 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 okay that's my budget and I put my phone down and like before she's gonna rinse my hair I was like oh this is burning this like my hair is burning oh no and she's like no it's not burning you're good this is fine I'm like no 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 my scalp is on fire she's like She's frantically like, oh, my God, I fried this poor girl's hair. She's looking, she's looking, she's looking. She's like, your scalp's not red. Nothing's happening. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, And I'm like, my throat's closing up. I think I'm having an allergic reaction. She's like, I swear to God, you're not. I start getting sweaty. I start getting clammy. I run to the bathroom. I'm like in hot sweats. And like, like every, just like I pa- basically pass out in the bathroom floor because I just of had a salon. A- what? Of my salon. Oh my I have God. a major panic attack. I'm barely able to. I can't see because I blacked out. I hand my I just scream at my hairdresser, hand her my phone and say, call my mom. Oh, my God. And she calls my mom and she's like, your daughter's on the floor of the bathroom in her salon. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I can't move. I'm crawling out to like, like on my hands and knees trying to get back to like the salon. So I'm not in their bathroom. Oh, 
god. And my mom comes. And I realize also, like, at this point, is there stuff still in your hair? She, uh, she, like, did she get you back to the area to wash your hair? I think that's how, like, I crawled out and she's, like, rinsing me as fast as she can. And I'm, like, laying in that chair freaking out. Or, no, she rinsed me and then that's when I ran to the bathroom. Yeah. And I'm like, my mom comes and, like, carries me to the car and takes me to urgent care where they prescribe me a massive dose of Xanax. Oh, my God. And this is just from the stress of like all the weddings just has built up. Yeah, I just I'm and really, it was just the catering I'm text so, was I'm, the final yeah, straw. That just broke it. I'm really good at like bottling. Oh. I'm a good bottler, but like it, it, the bottle only holds so much. Yeah. Oh and my so gosh. she, I tried to shove a catering invoice in my bottle of sadness <laughs> and like anxiety, and it ex- that soda got every. It's like when you try to put sugar water in a soda stream, it exploded. Oh my god. Yeah, that was rough. And then at, at one point, I finally go, Oh yeah, I should call my fiance. <laughs> Oh my God. Who's like a worry wart and like leaves work and he comes to the salon and like helps me go to the hospital too. Oh my God. Oh my but yeah, panic attack, like full grade panic attack. So after you get the Xanax to get you yeah. off of that one panic attack yeah. for the duration of the rest of the wedding, like this is like a couple of days away. Did you, were you, did you have a little bit just to kind of get you through? I, I think I took one on the wedding day to make sure. Yeah. Like I like a preemptive Xanax, like. Right. Like how people probably would smoke a joint. Like right. I, I, I had a Xanax like as like a little, and I think I had one before the rehearsal dinner. Like I just was like, I was trying to be proactive. So I wasn't a disaster. Actor, sure. I was like, let's not have that happen again. Yeah. yeah. So, Oh God. But actually oh it was really helpful because I went to the hospital and everything. Then my mom was like, I'll write you a check. And my in-laws were like, we'll write you a check. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently you just have to like, like End really urgent care. go to urgent care with panic and everyone finds out why and they're like oh god it's just money we'll give you money and oh i was my like god. really because i needed it <laughs> it's hard it's and it so really is hard. one of those things where if you don't know and then you get the actuals and you have this idea of what it's going to oh, cost yeah. i know no, it's never what you think it will be nope yeah you're just like oh pfft. whatever you think add 30 percent Oh, yeah. Pretty much. Right? (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of it, like, I think the big, my biggest regret was I was so cheap that there were things that like, I just, don't be so cheap, girl. Just do it. But so I think we should have added six months. Don't try to do it in a year. Oh. Like, add six months, maybe. You wish we had had 18? Like, yeah, maybe add that extra time to save up money. Yeah. So that you have it. Because trying to get married right away just because you want to make some babies. Like, honestly, just like, make money. Like. (laughs) <laughs> like just just save up because you'll you'll feel so much better you think Rather, the time yeah because i was just like everything became like a diy stress moment well the deadlines were looming yeah and yeah. i'm trying to and like the problem is like i love designing weddings i love designing your wedding i've helped other friends and so i'm thinking like oh my god this is gonna be like my instagram pinterest like portfolio yeah and ugh, no no it was my wedding <laughs> <laughs> like I really love designing weddings and I think I did a really good designing good job designing mine but yeah. at the same time like there's so much other ridiculous. stuff you're dealing with you're yeah. not just yeah. designing a wedding you're, you're not you're getting you're doing everything yeah, you're, yeah. You're, yeah there's the emotional impact yeah and all the other I, personal stuff you have to do I gotta say shout out to google sheets <laughs> oh yeah absolutely google sheets yeah sharing documents friend. and Shared, excel or the google sh- spreadsheet yeah, yeah. and yes. even does like all those macro things where it'll like make a survey and stuff like that. Yeah. 
yeah, that was good. I, best part of my wedding, my planning, etc. Yeah. Like, or just like the day of or anything that you just like, wow, this was worth it. Hmm. Worth it. My husband. Yeah. Um, I think. Was there a moment you were like, yeah. Hmm. What was your favorite moment of your wedding day? My favorite moment of my wedding day, I think, was doing the song. I think I think that was the highlight for sure. Yeah. Because after yeah. that, it's just you get attacked by family members trying to hug you. I barely ate a hot dog. That always <laughs> that happened. That was a bummer. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was kind of stressful and stuff. But I will say another funny thing about my wedding is I had friends staying from out of town in our house. And so after our wedding, we, all my friends helped take the chairs away. And yeah, like help clean up. Yeah, help clean yeah. up. And then we all went to my house, and I passed out hard at like nine thirty, maybe ten. Yeah, it's a long and day. I like came home. They were like, "Yeah, we're gonna party. Like, keep the party going." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, man, we're gonna party." I got to my house, took off my dress, put on my jammies, and fell asleep. And my friends apparently partied till like four in the morning <laughs> in my house. What about Polly, your groom? Was she he went to sleep like a half hour after me? <laughs> He was also just like, yeah, yeah, okay, babe, you go to bed. I'm going to party. And then he said he was like, nope, I'm going to sleep. Well, it's always one of those things where if you're out, like if you're out during the day yeah. and then you go home quick before you go out for the night, the no. odds of you going back out are yeah. so much. You know, Never so going to happen. Yeah. Because once you get mm-hmm. home, once those PJs are on, forget yeah. it. It's, it's over. over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there's no like, by the way, don't worry about consummating. Does not, you know, you're tired. It's, it's a, not. It's a, a myth. That's yeah. Give me a break. Who has <laughs> who has the freaking mental energy? Time energy. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think it was one of those things back when it was like this is the first time. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. But like, man, I I feel bad for people who like had a long day of a wedding and then that's the first time. Oh, that's a that's a oh. lot. That's a lot, guys. That's a lot. <laughs> Don't and up. on that note. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Wedding Confessionals listeners, it's Brooke, and I got Pam on the phone. Hi, Pammy. Hi. Uh, so since we cut off early with Andy because we talked too much <laughs> in that episode, we had to break it up into <laughs> two. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we wanted to do some bridal breaks for everybody um, so that we don't uh, leave them hanging this week. Um, do, did you create a bridal break for this week? I do. Okay, cool. Me too. I had to look it up real quick, but you know me, I always have like an endless supply of entertainment for myself that I share with others. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It does remind me, by the way, just randomly going off topic. My brother reminded me that when I was a little kid, I would bring like literally probably 10 or 15 stuffed animals on any road trip that we would take. I mean, we'd be going for like maybe an hour to get to my grandparents and I would have like four books and all these stuffed animals and my Walkman and then also like a miniature keyboard so I could practice piano because I was taking piano lessons. Like I am always... doesn't surprise me one bit. ...thoroughly entertained at every moment of my day. Like I am checking Twitter while I brush my teeth. I'm the fucking worst. (laughs) So anyway, with that in mind... Oh, oh, let me explain what bridal breaks are to our newer listeners. Um, Bridal breaks are suggestions we give to brides and really anyone helping to plan a wedding of something to do that's kind of fun as nothing to do with weddings so that you can enjoy your life and take a break from all the planning madness so that when you come back to it, you're a little more Zen, you're a little more mindful that the world is bigger than just um, your RSVP list. Um, So with that in mind, Pammy, what is your bridal break for this week? So my bridal break, as I was searching the the web for something fun and uh, on 
the website cookieandkate.com, I found two of my favorite things that I've actually both separately been bridal breaks on their own. One is kombucha, and the other is a Moscow mule. And this is a kombucha Moscow mule, which goes in with my, you know, lighter cocktails for January, um, if we're still following that, if everybody's still in with that. Um, what it does is taking a ginger kombucha and vodka and lime instead of the ginger beer because that packs on a few extra calories and the ginger kombucha is so good. And I've tried this and it is so tasty. It's still, because I, I love kombucha um, and the ginger, you still get your kick of ginger there. And I, I highly recommend this one, the kombucha Moscow Mule, which is good even though it's still January and I thought it was like a cold drink that I, you know, I'm like, I'm not sure if I want to share another cold drink. But, you know, as we all know, Brooke loves Moscow mules and thinks that there are winter drinks they're because a winter, they come in a mug. They're a winter drink because they go. come in a mug. And remind me, the kombucha, am I saying it right? Kombucha? Sure. Kombucha. <laughs> kombucha. What is, what is the health benefit of it? What's in it? It's like vitamins or something? It's a fermented tea, basically. Um and it's, yeah, it's really good. It's got a lot of like the probiotics. It's good for your, good for your gut. Oh, that's right. It's probiotics. That's what it, I know. There was some, some random thing. I was like, is it antioxidants, but it's probiotics. Lovely. Yeah. Cool. I would drink that. Why not? Pull out, pull out my Super Moscow tasty. Mule mugs. I got four. There you go. <laughs> Can't have it till February <laughs> though. Fuck. <laughs> that's right. For you. Oh, sober January guys. It's rough. Um, so my bridal break for this week, you're going to laugh so hard because it's very on brand for me. Um, a friend of mine sent this to me as a suggestion and immediately I have already blasted through all of the episodes. Um, there is a newer <laughs> podcast um, put out by Panoply, and it's called When Megan Met Harry, a bridal webcast. And it is a weekly podcast about Meghan Markle marrying <laughs> Prince Harry. <gasps> It's hosted by Oh my god. <laughs> it's hosted by James Barr who's British and Kristen, I think her last name is, is said Mindzar, I think that's how you pronounce it, and she is American and the two of them just talk about this royal wedding. They speculate about stuff if there's any news they talk about it. There's a drinking game planned for the big wedding day. It is literally <laughs> Oh the, my gosh. The best. It is honestly the best freaking <laughs> podcast for me That's personally amazing. so yeah so if you are <laughs> obsessed with this wedding and you want to kind of have a silly they're about 30 minutes or so like a fun silly podcast to listen to every week building up to the wedding which is in may um it's a fun one and if you you know you like wedding podcasts you already listened to this one might as well listen to one that's obsessed with somebody else's wedding <laughs> so anyway it's called when megan met harry um and it i think you can find it anywhere i find it on apple Podcasts. but panoply is a pretty big network so i'm sure it's everywhere so that's my bridal break for the week <laughs> Love it. And um, uh, just to do all of our plugs for the end of the episode, you guys, thanks for listening. Um, If you want to uh, find all of our social media handles, which is Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and that will be found at weddingconfessionals.com. Also go to that website to look for our show notes. And also that's a great place to go if you want to share your stories with us. We want to hear um, all your confessionals. And if you have any questions that you want advice help with, come on over to weddingconfessionals.com. You can click on the tell us your secret tab, or you can send us an email at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. 
or you can leave us a voicemail. We will not put out your voice. We only will transcribe it so that you will stay as anonymous as possible. Um, that phone number is 434-933-2663. Again, 434-933-2663. And um, we'd love for you to give us a rating on iTunes. Um, five stars we love and we love reviews. So um, the only last thing I have to do is quiz you, Pam. So we're not in person. So you are on the <laughs> honor system that you are not looking at your list. There are 10 places. That, I'm on my phone. That I know, it's on my phone. <laughs> that I know of. There are 10 places that you can find our podcast. Uh, I gave you one with Apple Podcasts. What's the other? Um, Podbean. Yep. Google Play. Yep. Stitcher. Yeah. Player FM. Mm-hmm. Um, Podcast Addict. Yep. Podcast Republic. Yep. Podcast Land. Yeah. Um, Castro. Yeah. Downcast. Yeah. Overcast. Oh my God. You did it. Did you I get did them it. all? You got them all. Woo! So proud of you. You're so smart in 2018. Look at you growing and changing. <laughs> <laughs> I can be taught. I know. Right? <laughs> so um, stay tuned next week uh, for part two of our convo with Andy Schreier. She's freaking hilarious. And uh, Pammy, I'll see you next week, girl. See ya. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud and make sure to give us a five-star rating or give us a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, weddingconfessionals.com. Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434-933-2663. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.